Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. At least that's the idea I had. I canceled my cable at DirecTV. Well, doing that saved me some cash. Now here I am, and all the bills keep pouring in. I can watch all of the latest shows that come out, but no extra money to spend. Oh, in this world, I must ask, do I really need? Paramount Plus just checked my savings account. Do I really need Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, Apple Plus? Can I afford them all? Answer the phone. Your bank account is overdrawn. Looks like Amazon Prime and HBO Max has made all your money be gone. How is this so? All the streaming is costing me more. Can I go back to Netflix and cable TV like how it all was before? Oh, rising fees. Which one goes? I'll part with Discovery Plus. Stranger Things is a must You know I can't give up HBO Peacock Hulu Plus Something's got to give Gotta make some cuts streaming on the internet I don't know what I should keep and what I should not Will YouTube TV save me money? I just want all my shows all in one place. How it was before everyone had their own streaming service. Streaming cost. Streaming sucks. Streaming plus. There's a parody for you. That's uh, Streaming Plus, an As It Was parody by uh, All You Need to Know, the parody song of the summer. And it's I, I like Harry Styles, and so that was a, yeah. that was a fun one to, to, to finish up. And, and talking about finishing up, you're finishing up some McDonald's fries. So those pretty good? They're salty. No need for ketchup. Mm-hmm. They give me heartburn. In a real bad way, just because they're so starchy, I guess. But it's a good heartburn. It's a price I'm willing to pay. Yeah, yeah. I like, I've actually never seen someone kind of just let the fries slide down like you're doing uh, right now. It's a, it's an interesting method. I'm, I'm actually intrrigued. Is that something you, you were taught or is, is that instinctual that you just Instinctual, let the, okay. for sure. No, it's animalistic. Uh, uh-huh. I'm not proud of it. But no, I always do this with my McDonald's fries. I eat what I can to keep it from overflowing, and then from that point, I just 
guzzle them down. Yeah. Just kind of yeah. like a trash well, chute. Of course, uh, yeah, that, that's a perfect, perfect analogy because you're just shoving garbage <laughs> down your throat. Uh, I was thinking, like, of course, the, the regular McDonald's uh, little container for their fries, for about two-thirds of it, it's a pretty comfortable just kind of reach in with your hands and your fingers and grab some, and, and then, of course, throw, After them, that, you're digging. throw them down your mouth, and then you're, you're digging. And so usually, uh, I've been one to, whenever you get to the bottom, they're usually kind of smaller, and they're a little bit crunchy, maybe overcooked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes I'll just let those fries be. You know, I'll just kind of throw them away. But you I made no fry left behind. Okay. Policy. Well, I like that. Welcome back, DJ. I know you weren't on the podcast last week. I'm getting a phone call from my dad. Scooter. I'll just decline that. I'm sure it's not very important. And he'll get back to me. He'll leave a message if it's if it's something that I need to know. Yeah. Um, this is important. This podcast that we're doing today, another one of our self-help episodes. I'm yes. really excited about it. And I'll go ahead and read the email that kind of, I guess, started this whole idea for this episode. Okay. Uh, Stanley Round, oh, our super fan, Stanley Round, finally reached back out to us after somewhat of a hiatus. I, I hadn't heard from him. He hadn't sent us any emails. Um, and so he I said, like, I go like ahead. to refer to him rather as super douche. Okay. So rather than super fan. But, anyways, his email said, uh, Dear Quinn and DJ, it is I, Stanley Round. I know I haven't reached out in a while, and that is because I have been busy with important things. Things that are far more important than listening to your show. Okay. okay. Thanks, Stanley. I guess that could be anything, since it is hard to think of uh, anything that would be less important than listening to your podcast. I digress. Okay. Thanks, Stanley. He always does this backhanded... Well, no, that's not even backhanded, because no, there's no that compliment No, that was forehanded. There. Anyways, he says, anyways, I have always trusted you all for advice, and because my therapist can't get me in this week, I thought I would ask you a question. I know you are starved for actual good topics and content, so I figure you all would be able to get to this promptly. Here's the question. Oftentimes, I get stuck in conversations that I don't want to be in. At the supermarket, at the doctor's office, at my child's dumb birthday parties. What should I do if I simply no longer want to talk to anyone? I guess thank you, comma. Stanley Round. P.S. Please do not call me a super fan. Oh, my I, bad. I don't. Well, it'd be better than what I what DJ called Stanley Round. But okay, that's a, that's a good question. What should Stanley do if he simply no longer wants to talk to anyone? And we're gonna get to that right away. Yeah. This is episode two twenty six. How to get out of a conversation you don't want to be in. kind of a mouthful that I don't think that's going to fit in the title of uh, our podcast. Run that one gonna back be a, by me. It's going to be a long scroll. Uh, this is episode 226, how to get out of a conversation you don't want to be in. So we talked about this for a while. Uh, I, I, I told DJ that this was going to be our topic, and we came up with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different techniques, methods, if you will, to simply get out of a conversation uh, that you don't want to be in. DJ, where do these conversations usually happen? I know Stanley Round in his email said at the grocery store, at uh, the doctor's office. Kids' birthday parties. Kids' birthday parties where you're not friends with the kids' parents. Your Mm -hmm. kids are friends, so you don't have to be friends with them, right? Right. And I say that. I don't have kids. You don't have kids. I don't have kids. So neither of us have been in that situation, but you can just kind of infer about how that goes. But 
Any any other places, DJ, where you've gotten into a conversation that you really don't want to be in? Uh, you know, I kind of zoned out as you were running through that list okay. uh, a little bit. So if I repeat one, I apologize. <clears throat> but uh, like a supermarket, Walmart, mm-hmm. uh, something like that. Um, for me, a lot of times it's like Tater Day. I think we've talked about Tater Day. Yeah, but if you go to an event like Tater Day, you're asking for it. Exactly. Right? Well, and that's These, why... We're, I think we're we're looking more into places, maybe in public, probably in where public. Where it just pops up on where you? Where it pops up on you. So I'm, I'm thinking okay. of uh, a restaurant. The like mall. The mall, sure. You're, you're, you're there to buy some new jeans because they're on sale during the summer months. Mm-hmm. And then you run into Randy. Gas and, station. And you're just like, oh, God, here comes Randy. Gas station, yeah, maybe if you're at the pump or inside, you know, buying uh, some candy bars or something. Little League Ballpark? A Little League Ballpark would be good. Uh, That kind of, I think, ties in with the kids' birthday parties where you're probably talking to another adult who has a kid or something like that. Uh, I was going to say, you know, besides, the obvious one is the grocery store because you'll probably run into people that you know at your local grocery store. I was thinking, uh, uh, like I said, the restaurant, because I always hate, I mean, I'm not, I'm not telling people not to come up and talk to me while I'm sitting down at a table, but then it's kind of weird because they're standing up, you're sitting down and you don't want to stand up because you're already sitting down and they don't want to sit down because it's your table and there might not be an open seat. It just kind of creates a weird atmosphere where one's having to look up, the other one's having to look down. I don't like that. Mm -mm. So... What DJ and I have done is sort of put together a list of things that you could do in order to get out of these conversations. The first one that we're going to talk about is an obvious one. Uh, I think this one is is one that people have probably tried before. But before we get into this, get out your notepads and mm-hmm. your pens. You're going to want to write down every Take single one of these techniques. And the first one we have is the fake phone call. Yeah. Everybody's used this one. I, the I classic like. fake phone call. So here, here's an example. And I think that it'll help for us to kind of act out, not maybe every one of these, but a couple. Yeah. Just so people can really get a, a visual idea. Not a visual idea, because of course this is a podcast. But theater of the mind visual kind of thing, where they can imagine us Two, two people might know each other kind of well, might not, mm-hmm. but we run into each other and we strike up a conversation. And so, of course, without picking up your phone, this is all theater of the mind uh, to not not cause any static. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because our equipment, you know, the the studio here at AY2K needs some updating, but for we right now, for right now, we can't do the actual phone call. But here's what we're gonna do, DJ. I've taken way too long to get into this. I'm going to be someone that walks up to you and starts a conversation, and I want you to use the fake phone call to get out of it. Okay? Yeah. Hey, uh, Donald, right? Donald, yeah. Donald <laughs> Jacob, Donald Jacob. Yes. Yeah. How, how are you doing? Sly? I, I'm I'm good. Yeah. I, uh, I I was just wondering. I was I was thinking about you, and I'm needing That's help creepy. carrying. Well, no, I, I'm needing help carrying a lot of heavy stuff out yeah. of my house. Uh, oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I figured that you know you're kind of strong and fit, and well, and uh, I I, I need you to help me hey, carry one, some. One oh, second, one second. Yeah. Oh, I'm of course. A, yeah, I'm yeah, getting yeah. a call. <clears throat> yeah, babe. <clears throat> what? No, yeah. Okay. All right. I'll have that wick wick. All right. See you. Man, uh, I gotta go. Okay. I just gotta. Oh, uh, yeah. Wife. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. It's good to see you. Though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
perfect. That was the perfect. You let him go for a little bit. Yeah. You kind of, you were you weren't reeling him in. You can't in. do it too soon because no, then, then you then hurt it's feelings. Then it's obvious. Uh, and of course, this is a podcast, but DJ during the conversation reached reached for his phone because he he started to pat because right. he felt the vibration <clears throat> of the phone in his yep. pocket. And then, of course, answered it, even though nothing came up on his phone because he didn't actually have a call. Now, here's the thing with a fake phone call. When you get really good at this, you get really good at anticipating. And hopefully, depending on who you're closest with, whether you've got a best close friend or a significant other, you can have a code sign almost. Mm. So maybe you just like, hey, if I send you a text with nothing but a question mark in it, I need you to call me. Yeah. Like right that instant. Okay, so that's the the fake real phone call. So not yeah. only could it be the fake phone call, it could be the fake real phone call. Well, and that's because you know, I mean, when you get your phone out, somebody can see right. whether you're being called or not. So it's just easier that way. Maybe so you, you start to close in the loopholes or the gaps where sure. things could go Cause, wrong. Because then they could look into your call history. They could they could, yeah. they could contact your service provider and say, hey. Did DJ Pig actually get a phone call at this time on this date? And they'll say yes or no, and yeah, that could, that could give you some big trouble. Yeah. I think if you don't want to go that in-depth with it, you could just turn to the side yeah. and answer the phone so they can't see the phone. But yeah. I do understand what you're saying. you got to make sure to cover all of your tracks if you yeah. do choose to do the For fake sure. phone call. And you don't want the fake phone call to go on too long. You, you did a good job. Yeah of making it an urgent situation instead of it just being like, oh, yeah, 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 okay. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll pick some stuff up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't do just a regular phone call. It's like, hey, I need you right now kind of right. phone call because exactly. then you have to leave. Even if you were there to buy groceries, you have to leave directly after that if yeah. you use the fake phone call. Yeah, you have. You're, it's abort mission at that point. Mm -hmm. And it's, here, it's worth you, it. you got to... Even if you have a cart full of stuff, yeah, just leave it. Just leave the cart. Hey, man, I need you to put this up for me. I got to yep. go. Mm -hmm. Uh. You also, like we said, you gotta you gotta cover your tracks. Depending on who it is that you're talking to, sometimes you leave in the middle of that phone conversation. You don't even get to the hangout part where, mm -hmm. man, all right, I'll be right there. No, sometimes it's like an absolute emergency, and you know that if you hang up and try to say bye to this guy or this to this woman, that as soon as you go to that conversation is gonna pick up because they're not gonna let it end. Yeah. So now, now you're in a situation. Now you just got to walk off with the phone to your ear and just kind of give a half wave on right. the way out. And a lot of these, you're you're trying to disconnect from the conversation, and you're also trying to distance yourself. That's right. So we could even throw in maybe that this could be the double D method, right? So think of it like that, and it's easy to remember. That's right. Distance yourself, disconnect. The double D method. Distance and disconnect. Yes, and so it will double D. Double and so D. what you're doing with a lot of these that we're going to go through is those two things. Mm. So that's enough with the fake phone call because I think people have done that before. Yeah. It's not a super complex method, but right. it does work. It is effective. One of the most effective methods you could use. Mm -hmm. The next one we have is the old check of the watch. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. this one, I think, requires you wearing a watch. Um, I it's don't, a little I, obvious if you don't. If you don't have a watch, you check the watch. Or I guess you could check the phone, but it's more common to just real quick check of the watch. Yeah. And I, I think that this one is a little bit less effective than the phone call. For but sure. It, but it does still have a place. Mm -hmm. I think I think it's something that you could lean on. If I think maybe if the fake phone call doesn't work, let's say you you do the fake phone call, they grab you, yeah. right? And they're like, 
hey, hey, uh, I was talking to you about moving furniture. Could, could you do that? And you look at your watch. Oh, shoot. You know, I, I forgot I had that thing. Hold yeah. on a second. I got to go. Yeah. So maybe it's a, t- a little twosome, right? Yeah. But, yeah, twosome's good. But it does work, I think, alone. You can... It, you it can still use works the check alone. of the watch. Say, say that you're approached with someone with a conversation that you do not want any part in. Okay. Right? And uh, you realize very quickly into this conversation, you got to get out. Mm-hmm. And you're, you got to find a way to get out. But the last time you talked to this person was in this same situation exactly a week ago and you in the, the grocery store. And you used the fake phone call. And you used the fake phone call. Yep. And nobody has that many emergencies, right? Right. So maybe this time, instead of a fake phone call, you look down. Say you've got an Apple Watch. Many people have Apple I think Watches that's, now. Well, just a 30-second timeout. I would like to say that it. I think it's more effective if you are wearing a smart watch because then you could be like mimicking looking through a calendar on your phone. Yeah, or, or even just like a text popping up. Yeah. Like, send, oh, shoot, my wife just texted me. My daughter is pants again i gotta go i'm right, sorry right 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 and and it's things like that you oh you this guy's gotta go yeah. i can't i can't hold him here any longer he needs to go clean up those pants yeah so that makes a lot of sense and i i want to go ahead and act this one out too i said we might not do every one of these but why don't you be the person that approaches me i'll be tucker and you be bill Okay. Tucker and Bill. So I, uh, I'm at the, I'm at the doctor's office. I'm getting in a, a very important checkup. It's, it's very yeah. important to my health. And you're there yeah. as well. And and you just finished checking in. Yeah. And now you see me sitting in the waiting yeah. room. Okay. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Hey, Tuck. How you doing, man? Ah, uh, mother <laughs> me. I gotta, I gotta go. I, I forgot I had this thing. I think that one was a little obvious. Well, it was quick. <laughs> I will say that. But it was effective. And and that's the thing. Not a visual medium, this podcast. But I looked at my watch immediately, like touched a, a few buttons. And it said, was quick. And said that. And I was going to invite you to my kid's birthday party. Well, and I didn't want to go to that anyways. But clearly, <laughs> Tucker, who I played in that situation, just threw everything out the window. He was there for a, a, an important update on his on his physical health that's true and he got out of there just so he didn't have to talk to bill yeah like we're talking mri readings like, yeah maybe it's a rescheduled event at mm-hmm. this point and and maybe i i might have even uh you know done a co-payment and and it just yeah. didn't matter yeah. but that's the old check of the watch and i think that that one is going to work just because it's right there if you need it but yeah. like we said you probably should have a watch if you're going to do it moving on to the next one number Those, three this one is, uh, is is one that you came up with. I think it's a really good one. It's called The Stranger. The Stranger. Can you explain The Stranger? Uh, okay. So The Stranger is a technique that I have used on a couple of... Uh, what word am I looking for? A couple of... People? Cu- well, a couple of people, a couple of incidents. Uh-huh. Uh, occasions. Occasions. A couple of occasions. Okay. Sorry. Brain dead. Um, and basically, you're approached, like we're talking about, with a conversation you don't want to be in. Basically, all you do is you keep an eye out for a near passerby. Uh-huh. And as that person gets close, you turn you, oh, hey, hey, listen, I saw you the other day. I forgot um, I was going to tell you. And then you just kind of keep walking you with walk them. walk with them. And walk away from the person that was just talking maybe, to Maybe you. if you have some time, you whisper, like, please just go along with yeah, this. Please save me. Yeah. Okay. I like this one. I think I this one takes... This one takes some uh, some courage, I think, because you have to, of course, be comfortable enough to just talk to a random stranger. 
but talking to a random stranger would be a lot better than talking to someone that you graduated with, right. you know, graduated high school. With. And really, I mean, you're talking, we're talking about maybe walk 50 or 60 feet with this person, act like you're talking to them. And then find and then the just, nearest exit. Yeah, and then yeah. just, okay, thank you. I'm, I'm sorry about that. And then you walk off. Maybe slip them a dollar, maybe a five or. I no. don't know. No. I'm not paying them. Okay. Well, I mean, you could, but you don't have to because yeah. this is just like helping thy neighbor yeah. kind of thing. So, Hey, I tell you what really helps this one is if you can keep an eye, sometimes you can get lucky and say it's an older man or older woman that walks by yeah. and they're carrying something that seems a little uh, bit too big. Yeah. Oh ma'am, here, let me, let me help, help you, with, you that. with that. I'll take this to your car. And then you just, you grab it and you walk off. Yeah. Maybe not even take it to their car. Just it's a <laughs> wa- if it's a watermelon, you get out of the building, you drop it and then you just walk to your car. I like the stranger. It's it's one that <laughs> it's one that brings in another variable though. That's the only issue. Is the the first two that we talked about are self-contained and you can do them on your own. The stranger makes it a threesome, right? So we we talked about, you know, that the twosome's good. You can mm-hmm. do it by yourself. Might not be as great, but it, it works. And then the threesome just brings in another person. It makes it more complicated, but sometimes it works. Sometimes right? it works. So sometimes it's extremely effective. Can right. be a little fun. Uh huh. Yeah. No. I mean, just imagine. Maybe you you hit it off with this person that you you did the stranger with, right? Yeah. So all of a sudden you learn that. Oh, oh my God! Did you play for the Celtics? And he, and he's like, Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I actually did. And then then you get you know. You What's your name again? Bill Russell. Bob Cousy. Yeah. Either one of those guys. And, and you just, you, you stand there and you're like, oh my gosh, thank goodness I used the stranger to get out of that conversation with that other person. At that point, I think you could probably just turn, listen, I'm done talking to you. I'm going to go talk to I'm Bill I'm going to go talk to Bill Russell. Yeah. For Is sure. It, yeah. I think that that's, that's an easy out. Um, yeah. You could simply just say, I don't care about this. Yeah. I do care about that's, and that's, Bill Russell. That's a method that we don't have on here. It's a little blunt and straightforward but sometimes you can just tucker no f off yeah please please <laughs> just close your eyes shake your head no no not today man i yeah. can't so that but but we're trying to do we're trying to do these that that don't come off like that where it's like oh that person doesn't like me it's it's like oh that was that was kind of weird but I, you know I'll, I'll catch up with them at some yeah. other point it leaves the door open even though you don't want to so if you mm-hmm. don't want to leave that door open, if you want to look like a complete asshole, you just say, no, no, no. And then, then you just walk off. Yeah. Let's move on to the next one. Sometimes you just can't care. This is on the same page as what we were just talking about. This is the Irish goodbye. Okay. This I like one, the Irish goodbye. This one, I think, still leaves the door open because there's a little bit of confusion. Um, you just walk off. So... If you if you came up to me and and said, "Oh my gosh, is is that you?" Oh, I I haven't seen you in years. And then you just you you can make eye contact with them. You don't have to. You just walk off, or even walk through them. You know. Yeah. That's one of the shoulder things. bump on the way. Ooh, by. I don't think it's a shoulder bump because again, then it gets aggressive. Yeah. Again, we're trying to to really downplay like the whole like I don't want to talk to you thing. Yeah. Maybe maybe with this one you could uh, utilize the uh, the AirPods right. AirPods, the, the old sunglasses. I can't hear you. Yeah, the Irish just got goodbye. My eyes dilated. The Irish goodbye slash I just had eye surgery. Yeah, and and I think that that, and I have AirPods in. There's a lot of a lot of different levels to this. Yeah, the AirPods work 
but you have to be careful, right? Because this is, like we said, we're, we're trying to be nice about it, but at the same time, we just simply don't want to talk to these people. So, yeah, you could have sunglasses on inside. You could have AirPods in. Um, but then it brings in, again, a lot of, like, props. And, and mm-hmm. these, are, these are things that you shouldn't have to bring props in for. You might be wearing AirPods wherever you are anyways, but who, who knows? It, yeah. it just depends. But with the Irish goodbye, it's just you, you, you listen to them. You just you maybe look at them. You don't. And then yeah. you just walk off. Yeah. And, and it, they're like, well, that was rude, but, but maybe they didn't hear me. Well, and that's you know? what I was, I was going to say. This one I have found to be most effective in a situation where you don't make eye contact. Say you're checking out and you uh-huh. hear your name from a distance and you just leave the last couple of items because you know, all right, time is of the essence. Yeah. And I really don't need that toilet paper right now. I'll stop mm-hmm. at the DG on the way home and get it. Sure. Uh, DG is short for Dollar General. Right, right. So you just, you, you pay real quick. You leave some money. Don't even do it. Like, you don't even swipe your card. Uh-huh. Just lay the cash down. Don't feed it into the thing. You grab your bags, put them in the cart, and you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's This one, I think, is, is, is a little tough to play off as, like, being a nice person. But yeah. Sometimes, you do like it I the said, right you can't way, care. If you do it the right way, I think that this is very effective. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it, it still is like, ah, well, maybe they just, maybe they didn't hear me, or maybe the, there was just something going on. And they're not. They're gonna. Maybe they check on you next time. Maybe they don't, because that's the nice thing about the Irish goodbyes. Maybe they're like, oh, I'm not gonna try to talk to them like that again yeah. because it didn't work that one time. Yeah. So Irish goodbye, you could try it, but it's it's it's. I think almost it's a, a last. One. It's a it's a last resort kind yeah. of thing. If, if if the other ones aren't working. Right. Moving on to the next one, the tummy rumbles. The tummy rumbles. Now, DJ, are, are you suggesting that? You make sound effects. You play a sound through your phone to get this effect, or do you just kind of, you know, verbally say, "I have the tummy rumbles and I need to go well, to the bathroom." Yeah, I mean, if you say it like that, maybe you're putting yourself in a position where that person doesn't want to talk to you anymore mm-hmm. after that, because that's kind of weird uh, for a grown person to say to another grown person, "I've got the tummy rumbles." Yeah, but it could be effective. I would probably. The bubble guts. The bubble guts uh, is an effective term. I would probably just, listen, man, I'm about to squirt all over this place. I've got to get to the bathroom. I'm so sorry. So The green apple splatters. Yes. Yeah. No, that's that's good. And and that that's one that catches people off guard. But like you said, they don't want to be a part of it. They don't want to be anywhere near it, mm-hmm. right? And that, for some reason, that reminds me of uh, the, this is a, a true story, a news story that was, that went viral probably this past year or two years ago. And someone, I think, was working at a Home Depot, and they told one of their coworkers that they were going to blow up the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And then and then someone <laughs> called in a bomb threat yeah. because someone said that they were, he was going to blow up the bathroom. So I just imagine that guy, like, pants around his ankles and a SWAT team comes into the bathroom. Hey, put, your, put it down, put it down. And you're like, oh, all right. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Bloop. <laughs> so, I don't know why that reminded me of it, but I just uh, imagine yeah. that interaction happening in a Home Depot, and you, you, can you also, just say, like, "I gotta go blow up this bathroom." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you gotta be careful about the terminology you use, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I think one that would probably—I've never tried it, but it's one that I intend to use at some point. Listen, I've got to go pump a grumpy, or things are gonna get real ugly around here. Yeah, it'd be—it'd be better for all of us if I leave. 
and take care of this. That's right. Stuff, stuff like that. And you can be serious with it. You could even lie and say you have IBS, whatever you need to do. Yeah. Um, I think that that one is, is a really easy one because what are they going to do? Wait outside the bathroom for you? No, because I would number, hope not. number one, that's weird. Number two, they don't want to, you know, smell anything that's coming out of that, that bathroom. I would hope not. So the tummy rumbles, uh, and, and honestly, I've been in a situation where I actually did have the tummy rumbles and used it, right? There you go. I had just eaten at a hibachi restaurant, which Ugh. that stuff just goes through you so Ugh. quick. And it wasn't 20 minutes after we finished eating that I, it was all gone. I saw it. Yeah. I saw it again. And whenever you, I mean, that's quick. That's very quick. Yeah. 20 minutes after. It's, that's, I mean, you don't even get to enjoy it. No. Really. Well, it's good. Point. It's really good, but yeah. then you're you got to pay for it twice. We've yeah. talked about that. Did, did you manage to make it back from the restaurant or out of the restaurant? Yeah, I was in a Home Depot or a Lowe's or something. You went from a hibachi restaurant to a Lowe's? No, you you that's when you plan. And I know this is off track. We're not talking about self help stuff. You have to go point. straight home. You yeah, that night has got to be planned around. You're not eating hibachi that's it. and then going to get ice cream or going to get something that you need. No, it's the final thing. Yeah, that's. Yep. Whatever you feel like you might want to do after you get hibachi, Cancel. do it before. Yep. Or don't do it at all. Because after hibachi, you're advice. going straight home. So for the people that are taking notes on this episode, like a little sub-note over there, like how to handle hibachi. Yeah. Which could be another episode in the future. I'll write that down. Yeah. Moving on, we have the sneeze attack. Of oh, course, yeah. this one uh, relevant to the things that have happened in the past recent Yeah, this uh, one has become more history. effective. Yeah, yeah. I used to use this one a lot before everything that happened, and now it's not. It's not as. Uh, what what word am I looking for? It's not as innocent as right. as it was before. That's true. Now there's a there's something attached to it. Especially you throw in a couple of coughs. Yeah, you don't want to do that. But the sneeze attack is one where, like we talked about earlier, the double D method. You disconnect, mm-hmm. and then you, of course distance yourself yeah and with this one it's an active thing right mm-hmm. so if dj and i were talking mm-hmm. and and i'm not going to make you do the sneeze attack here uh-huh. but let's say that we were talking uh outside of an ice cream shop because yeah. we just talked about ice cream and i went for an ice cream the other day and it was it was very good and we you know there were there was a good amount of people standing in line at the ice cream shop yeah. and my my dad actually ran into somebody that he knew mm-hmm um, and I, you know, I didn't, my dad was talking to him. So I, you know, I was like, Oh, whatever. But let's say I ran into somebody and I didn't want to listen to them. All right. So you, you walk up to me, I'm waiting for ice cream. I'm going to order a root beer float. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you come up and it's, and <laughs> Hey man. Hey, what are you planning on ordering here? I haven't seen you. <sighs> you know, I, <laughs> and then oh, I'm, ba- I'm backing away. Right? I'm backing oh, away. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, are you wearing oh, cologne okay. or something? Yeah. <laughs> You just back all the way to your car. Get yeah. in your car. Keep Forget sneezing. Forget the ice cream. Keep sneezing as you're driving. Roll the away. window down so yeah. that they make sure. Yeah, they... maybe like a, that's you. I'm, I'm sorry. And then you just speed away. Yeah. That's how you use the, sne- the sneeze attack. And, it, and it's effective because, number one, they're probably taking steps away from you because they don't want to be in the yeah. area of your sneeze. Very effective in the distance part. Yes. Uh, the double D method. Yeah, and then, of course, you're disconnecting because you're sneezing, and that's, of course, not communicating. It's just sneezing. Yeah. It's a bodily function, I guess. That's right. So the sneeze attack, out of all of the different things, like a cough you can fake, too. So it could be a, a cough yeah. attack, a sneeze attack, 
one or the other. But that one is is actually pretty effective. I've, I've used that, but like I said, not as of late mm-hmm. because it's just there's there's something attached to it now. And it's, yeah, you and draw it's more tough. people into the situation. Right, right, and you don't want to do that. Let's move on to the uncomfortable question. Yeah. What's so this six. This is the next to last one that we oh, have. Yeah, six. we're almost we're almost through it. It's okay. been it's been flying by. Yeah. So the uncomfortable question is you basically just turn it around on them mm-hmm. and make them extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. Extremely uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You have to think of one of the weirdest, specific, uncomfortable questions that you could ask them, and you ask them. Yeah. And that's hard. Yeah. But it's going to end the conversation. So this you is... play this one out? You know, I this one makes me nervous. Okay. Uh, I, th- I think that we could. Let, let's just talk about it a se- for a second, and then maybe we will. Okay. I, I, I need to just kind of think about that for a second. I don't want us to get in I've trouble. I've got a question. I know you do, and that's why I don't want to do it. But the uncomfortable question, of course, puts the ball in their court. Mm-hmm. And it, it has to be a really uncomfortable question, or they might answer it and yeah, then keep and talking then it, to you. Then it continues. So then you might have to double down and do another uncomfortable question. But you really for the for the most effective way to do this, you pull out one that you you know that they can't answer comfortably. Mm-hmm. So I will be uh Jim. Jim? Yep. And you can be uh Patrice, but you're a, a man. Okay. I'm a man named Patrice. Yeah, and I'm Jim. So okay, uh, we are at the gym. How about that? Hey, gym at the gym. Gym at the gym. And Patrice, approached. the man, comes no. up. Wait, I am approaching you. Yes. So uh, I am approaching you. You're oh, Patrice, okay. the man. I'm right. Jim at the gym. Okay. Here we go. You're you just p- finished a back squat. You just clanked the the barbell yeah. back onto the the stand. Yeah. And here I oh uh, Patrice, what's up? How you doing, man? Oh hey hey Jim. How you, you just how finished you doing, those man? back squats. I yeah I watched I from did. a distance and man oh man did it, yeah. did you look good doing those? Yeah. Huh? Hey uh, how's your wife doing? You know what happened? Walks thought, off. Well, walks off. No, <laughs> no, that's it. I don't want to get into anything else. So okay. you we left it open as to what happened to Jim's wife, but clearly something happened and. You asked a question that was on purpose uh, because, of course, that that was good because it's a normal question. Mm-hmm. But for Jim's circumstance, yeah. there there had something happened between Jim and his wife, and Patrice, the man, knew about that, mm-hmm. and that was good. and And thanks for making that rather clean. That was, I think, that was it's really not well. where I was going to go with it. Well, I'm glad that I stopped you before you could go anywhere All else. Right. And now we get to our last one. This one is one that you brought up. Mm-hmm. It's a little misleading. Did, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and describe it. It's the wasp and hornet spray. The wasp and hornet spray. And this one is 100% effective, um, but it kind of puts you in a weird situation. Sure. Um, so, go ahead and describe this, yeah, because it's not what you think it is. No, so, I mean, the way that it sounds... Well, what, how yes. would you how would you describe it if you were if, just going off the name? If you were going off of the name, you would assume that you were carrying a, a can of wasp and hornet spray, mm-hmm. which of course usually has the the capacity and the distance control to spray about twenty feet on in a stream. So right. you could spray them in the eyes, spray them on the feet, spray right. them on the body. Uh, that's what I think the regular person would assume the yeah. wasp and hornet spray it's method would be. It's not it. It's not it. So what so, is it? So the wasp and hornet spray method. Uh, say you have someone walks up to you, starts some conversation that you don't want any part of. Yeah. 
Um, basically, what you do is you, you look at them intimately, just straight in the eyes, yeah. and then you piss yourself. Huh. And is that worth it? I'm not, it dip, it, well, you don't have to answer is, whether or not you've done it before, but is that worth it to get out of a conversation? It's a desperate method, but it works. Like yeah. I said, it is 100% and effective. For lack of a better term, you have to have one in the chamber, right? You have to... You have to be yeah. recently hydrated in order to pull this one you, off. You got to be sitting on a full tank. Yeah, and but and but, I guess I I should probably clarify, if you just act like you're not urinating, then they're probably not even gonna notice. Uh huh. So it's one of those things where, like I said, look deeply, intimately into their eyes, start urinating yourself. Yeah, let it run down, and then form a small puddle. Take a take a look down, look back up at them. And then just walk off as your shoes squeak. See, that's that's on the where I was. Floor. Yeah, I was confused because I didn't know if you were going to address it or or if you not were, verbally. So you look at it, <laughs> but you don't say anything <laughs> about it. That's that's the part for me that I find hard <laughs> to pull off. Because uh, number one, you're doing this in a public place. There's a likelihood that someone's going to take a video of it. I love it so. And much. And you just though. look down. You you just maybe even like a, a shrug, like, well, yeah, yep. That I, just happened. I pissed myself. And then you look right back at them, but you don't say that. It's no. just like the the no, it's a non the, the body language, like, oh, yep, yeah. yep, that's and, happening. And they may even come back with something. They're, do you, you just, can? <laughs> do you just piss yourself? Do you continue the conversation, though, and hope that they leave? Is that the situation? No, you just walk off. Okay. Like I said, shoes squeaking. So it seems like there are multiple <laughs> steps to this, and, and of course we'll wrap this up and, and call it an episode, but you you make eye contact, uh -huh. well, number one. Yep. Number two, you piss yourself. Yep. Number three, with body language, you address the fact that you pissed yourself. <laughs> Four, you walk away. Okay. And that... That's that's going to be tough. They're not going to be like, hey, wait up. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Something happened, yeah. and they're like, they've got a lot going on. I'm going to let them just kind of get out of there. And then, I mean, but if it's in a public place, like in a, in a grocery store, then somebody's got to clean that up, and then you got to clean your pants, and I, I don't know. There's a I lot mean, to that, but like, it works. We've got other methods available. Yeah. I'm just saying, if it can be a last resort. This can be like, if you try the Irish goodbye, and they follow you, mm -hmm. Then, then pull in the wasp and hornet spray. That's okay. right. And I I would like to get into why it's called that, but we're just simply out of time. So we're going to call it an episode here. Um, DJ, I think this was a good self-help episode. I think people should be able to use some of these techniques that we presented. Uh, maybe not that last one, but that's going to do it for this episode of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm DJ Pitt. And that is All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.